Hello, I'm Countess Retro. And I'm Jiffer. And together we are... A A Couple couple of Retrogrades. And not cunts, as I said in the previous take, which then got edited out. What's the matter with you? Anyway, so we are uh, today talking about wrestlers, which hey. is kind of more the special uh, subject of Jiffer. I don't really have a huge amount of knowledge on these. I've seen a few wrestlers that are part of the business that we run, which of course is called Retrograde. Toys and collectibles. Indeed. So those are about the only wrestlers I've ever seen. I did, during my childhood, I, I did kind of think that The Undertaker looked cool though. To be fair. Undertaker will always be cool. Yeah, in his heyday. So we're going to start by talking about the toys we had during childhood. I will just briefly say I didn't have any wrestlers during childhood. Mm -hmm. The majority of my toys were more kind of girly themed. So you had like Polly Pocket, Barbie, all that kind of stuff that makes Jiffa sick. <laughs> you know, I had a lot of girls' toys, a hell of a lot. But and, this episode isn't about girls' toys. But it's not, and I had, uh, I've, I've got no wrestlers um, as an adult either. And the only thing I think I ever had when I was a kid was an Undertaker placemat. That's about the extent of my collection. But we'll pass this over to Jiffa now, who will talk about her wrestlers. Well. I have loved wrestling since the first time I saw it back in the late 80s, early 90s, back in the WWF era. And I, me and my brother were absolute fanatics about it. We watched it on the TV. We had Sky for a short period of time, so we watched the pay-per-views. And we'd collect all the wrestlers, all the kind of accessories, all of that kind of thing. The first action figures I got were the Hasbro range. Um, and my first one was my favourite wrestler. And the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, Brett the Hitman Hart. The first figure of him was just him in, a, in his normal ring attire with his pink heart on. You have a pink leotard on. It's not a leotard, it's a wrestling outfit. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, my general ignorance. Ignorance, how dare you. <laughs> You know, me and my brother used to play. We had the wrestling ring with the sound effects, all that kind of stuff. His favourite was Shawn Michaels. So obviously, as in real life, they always were feuding and beating the crap out of each other. I remember when we were kids, we used to try and do the wrestling moves on each other. And once I got my dad in a sharpshooter, and I'll explain what that is to uh, the Countess. Mm-hmm. What if you, you do is you get your, your opponent, or in my case, your dad, on their face... <laughs> You pull their legs, put your leg in between, pull them over and then lift it back so it applies pressure to the back. Right. Yeah, and you've met my dad. He's quite a, you know, he's quite a tough bloke, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's a man's man. Definitely. And within a few seconds, he was screaming, get off, get off! And he's like, Ozzy Osbourne, my dad. I mean, you do the best impression. (laughs) Which impression? Do an impression of Jif's dad. Jif's dad? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much how he is, bless him. Um, He's very much like Ozzy Osbourne, but anyway, I digress. (laughs) Over the years, there were loads of different types of uh, wrestling figures. Unfortunately, the Hasbro line didn't last as long as I would have liked. Then it was taken over by Jax, and they produced OK wrestlers. They had a line called Titan Tron Live, which was quite cool, because if you had the Titan Tron Live set, you could put the wrestler with a bit of metal on his foot. 
on this stand and he, his theme tune would play. Which was quite cool compared to the old Hasbro type ones. Basically, the, the collections as adults. I don't, as I've previously said, I don't have anything like that. M- most of my collections, I would say, are more music and kind of uh, TV themed stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, do you still have some wrestlers? or? Do I you don't ha- have any of my original ones because I moved out of the area I was living in to a different area and I think everything just got lost. But... We recently got in a load of Hasbro wrestlers for the business and I kind of commandeered an undertaker, but someone had drawn eyeliner on him so he you know and we couldn't get it off, so I thought I'll just keep him. For he it. does have a tendency though to he does wear eyeliner. He does wear he? eyeliner. You know, or guy liner. Um whatever you want to call he's it. Macho. He's macho guy liner man. And you know, I I just I think I liked his look back in the nineties mm. and, and perhaps the late eighties. Because he did look very fierce, didn't he? And there is an action figure we had in of him, which uh, we've had several of him, actually. But this particular action figure, he had a mohawk and he had his guy liner on and he had a little goatee and he just looked really cool. But I think it was only because he looked like maybe sort of a, I don't know, slightly more wrestler-oriented Kirk Bang, really, you know. <laughs> and I don't, However... Just to drop in a bit of general knowledge about Kurt Cobain, he did oh. used to do wrestling in school. Did he really? For a brief period, yeah, because he, he wanted to be macho, you know, like his dad basically wanted him to be. So it's, uh, yeah, off topic there. However, that appealed to me, and I think that was about the only wrestler that I had any interest in, really, I'm yeah. afraid. Do you remember his manager, The Undertaker's manager? I don't, no. He's this little fat guy called uh, Paul Bearer. And he had mm. this really high-pitched voice, and he would talk like this. And he'd have an urn, and he'd say, oh, my undertaker. <laughs> and he was the most ridiculous manager ever. And me and my sister used to wind each other up saying each of us fancied him. Yeah, OK. Moving on to the types of wrestling figures that we've had or or wrestling accessories whilst we're running our business. The two that have really stood out for me somewhat just because of their look are Scotty Too Hotty with his uh, blonde spiked up hair like and jedward like he looked yeah like a kind of bigger built version of jedward and carlito cool who kind of resembles for me a microphone his hair the way it is and stuff we did take some of these action figures uh, when we did a toy fair and i remember one woman picking up the carlito cool figure and she held it up and she turned to her husband and she said look at this scary dude and I, <laughs> well, I think he's scary yeah. for all the wrong reasons. He doesn't yeah. look threatening. He just looks weird. Yeah, I mean, he just go. Yeah, he does look like you know, human kind of microphone. What are the figures that stand out for you that we've had in? Well, we haven't had this one in, but in the Hasbro range there was Doink the Clown, and okay. he had green real hair. Not like obviously, it wasn't taken from a real person, but it was like <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Me My creepy. Little Ponies have hair. Yeah, he had this green hair that come off him, and he was such a weird figure. Yeah, he looks like from a horror film. <laughs> but from the ones we've had in, obviously, my favourite's been the Purple Heart Bret Hart, definitely, which yeah. is a mail away Hasbro figure that's quite rare to get hold mm. of now. And he was in quite good condition for his age. Probably yes, better he was. Condition than Bret Hart is now, bless him. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my absolute favourite, and I'd love to have kept it. But obviously, business is business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we see that we think well, that'd be quite nice for our collection. But obviously, yeah. Because it's part of the business, we do have to pass them on to other people to collect, yes. don't we? So the the things that we've 
sold as part of the business, not just the figures. We've also sold things like wrestling rings. We've sold, we had some Ric Flair, we had a part of his robe and we had a, one of his sovereign ring things yeah, as well. Yeah, from the set yeah and we've had like little miniature wrestling belts um and a commentator's table that was really cool yeah i think the the research wise i don't actually research these things because i don't have the general knowledge to kind of do it and the thing is with jiff is that she can look at these figures and know exactly who they are so it kind of makes more sense for me to pass that over to her in a sense because I, I know I did start, when we started the business, I did do a few. I researched them and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it became pretty apparent that actually that was your forte, wasn't yeah. it? That was your area I of... I fucking love ex- it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was your area of expertise. I'll tell you what we haven't had in yet, as far as I can remember. Other than the Ric Flair, we haven't had any more wrestling Funkos, have we? At one point, we did actually get a load of mystery Funkos, didn't we? Oh, see, I blanked this from my mind. Yeah, and I remember I got this box of mystery Funkos and opened it up. And and the thing is with those is you don't really know what to expect, dear. So you're going to get a complete and utter surprise. And I opened them up and I had three John Cena's. And I was like, oh, okay. So I've just... And and they were, you know, a bit bad at the boxes and stuff. And I was just like, oh, okay, fair enough. And then you had a box as well yep. on exactly the same day and you were like, wouldn't it be typical if these were all John Cena's, kind of half-jokingly? Yep, and guess what? <laughs> <laughs> guess what? It was more John Cena's. So, um, yeah, we did have an overabundance of him. Yeah. When we did a toy fair, we did sell a couple of him to someone and or a couple of people. You know, he's he's one of those ones, I don't think he's as sought after as the Bret Hart's and the Undertaker's no, and all of those. No, because he's such a face, or such a face for so long. Sorry, a face in wrestling is like a good guy and a heel is a bad guy. And he was a face for such a long time. They made so many figures of mm. him, so many different kind of... Yeah, it's a bit like common. The, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle phenomena, isn't it? Yeah. Power Rangers. The fact is they just keep churning them out. All this merchandise, the, there's so much of it that it becomes uh, less collectible yeah. because there's just so much. But we could have like probably had a Royal Rumble, couldn't we, with the amount of... Royal Rumble is when loads of wrestlers are introduced into the ring. OK, and like, a bun- of- like when you're at school and everyone, bundle! Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, all right. They're, they're, they're like... <laughs> They come in, there can be like 20 guys in the room. Yeah. We could have done a John Cena Royal Rumble by the end Well, we could that. have done, yeah. We could have set up a little diorama with him rumbling with himself. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm sure there's a mess in there somewhere. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> have we sold any accessories without the figure of this type well we have the belt had ex- yeah little accessories not we're not talking about like the the wrestling rings commentators table but we're talking about the actual things that come with the figures which they sell with sometimes originally but with wrestling figures is it like a lot of other figures where they do have little accessories with not them so normally? much anymore with the metal ones but with the hasbro mm. ones a lot of them had accessories it was like coco beware had his parrot and Honky Tonk Man had his guitar, but not all of them had accessories. Um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan had his 2x4, and in another series he had a flat American flag. Okay. But they don't seem to do that anymore. They just seem to come as the figures. I mean, if they're the special edition ones, because there was a special edition Ric Flair, and it came with the actual robe yeah. and stuff and a little belt, but yeah. they don't seem to do it as much anymore like they used to. But hold that thought. It's now time for a subliminal message. <laughs> Toys from the 80s. 
toys and collectibles. Moving on from that, have we had any figures that have come in in, you know, sort of awful condition or, or we simply just didn't like them for whatever reason? Well, I don't like Shawn Michaels, but that's because... That's a different that's story, a different isn't story. it? Yeah, yeah, a story for another day. We've had figures come in that have had loose limbs, haven't yeah. we? And some of them, you know, the limbs are extremely loose. It, there was a range of wrestling figures, wasn't there? I think they were the cheaper ones. Basically, kids played with these figures for about five minutes and then all the limbs became loose. Yeah. It was just pretty standard stuff. But some of the figures, obviously, over time, you know, they do get wear and tear and the limbs are loose and stuff. So we have had quite a lot of that. We did get that big box of Hasbro figures in that mm. were obviously nearly as old as we are. Yeah. And they were absolutely filthy, weren't yeah, and they? Yeah, that is pretty old, I have to say. We are like, we're, you <laughs> we're know, vintage. Of a certain age. <laughs> but, we, you know, that's when we just used our, you know, toolkit of ways to get pen off face. And this pen yeah. had probably been there about 20 years, but it's still, we still managed to get it off. And they looked <laughs> like absolutely spanking new by the time we Yeah, they do, them. don't they? And um, we did have one that, was it a beefcake or something? Brutus the Barber beefcake. Yeah, and he just basically fell apart <laughs> in your hand. Didn't he? Yeah, I went because he's got they they all have their special moves, the Hasbro ones. You press his back down and he kind of jumps up, but I pressed the back down and it, the whole thing just came completely apart like he exploded. <laughs> yeah, bits so of random. beefcake everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and obviously, we do get ones in that are exceptionally grubby because. Uh, let's face it, kids take these toys out in the garden and they, they, they go and have something to eat and then they play with the toys and you've got yeah. all that sticky sort of crap all over them and stuff. And because of the type of toy they are, they're obviously for fighting, aren't they? So yeah. They'll so, always have some kind of dinks and marks and stuff yeah. on them where, you know, battle damage. There have been figures where they have had scrapes in them and it's that's something which you'd never be able to no. remove. And so that is a bit of a shame with some of them. Uh, I don't think we've ever had any in that have been absolutely disgusting there, have we? Not disgusting, but we've had ones that have been so damaged we can't really mm. sell them. We do kind of put a, them to one side and then sell them for customs. If we have action figures that are beyond our remit of repair, we do bundle them together because there are people out there who do like to cobble them together and make their own figures and stuff. So that's kind of really handy for them and handy for us, yeah. I suppose, in a way as well, yeah. And here at Retrograde Toys and Collectibles, we never put a good toy down. No, we don't. We recycle <laughs> and reuse, don't we? Yeah. So the ones that we would like to see made, So this is potentially. T- tough for you, isn't it? Because you don't really know. No, it's not. Oh. I, actually, I do have an answer off the cuff for this, but Ooh. I'll let you go first because you're the wrestler. Well, well every... you're not a wrestler, but I'm... you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't think they have many she's, she's, short, chubby re- female wrestlers, do they? <laughs> quite a niche I mean, market. She's not, she's not that big built, you know. I mean, no, like, yeah. you know, and I'm pre-loved, shall we say. <laughs> pre-loved. <laughs> a bit damaged. I've yeah. got an arm off. <laughs> My mechanisms don't work anymore. <laughs> well, join the club on that one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Back on, topic, Back on topic, which ones would you like to see made? Which wrestlers? Well, are... see, I'm absolutely obsessed with Bret Hart and I think mm. they've made so many figures of him, I can't think of any more. The Funko Pop of Bret Hart, there's two of them. There's one yeah. of his silver glasses and one of his black glasses and I want both. Okay. And the one came up for sale on eBay a little while ago that was signed and I nearly brought it even though I didn't have £500. Oh, my God. I know. I just imagined. I thought, you know, when you just go to buy something, then you think, hang on, what the hell are you doing? Mm. But that, I would absolutely love to buy that at yeah. some point. Yeah. And the risk there, I suppose, with these signed things is that 
There's a lot of eBay stores that give out their own certificate of authenticity mm. but you do you know there is is kind of question mark over authenticity where uh, autographs are concerned and gamble really for 500 pounds isn't it it is yeah. and i'd much rather go and get him to sign something myself exactly still with us because he's getting on a bit blessing and you do know that then that that is the real deal yeah but the ones that i would like sorry yeah, have like, you finished i finished okay yeah. lovely I'm dying to know what you're gonna say <laughs> The ones I would like to see made. Now, I don't know whether you remember Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh, yeah! Okay, so that was obviously wrestling between two celebrities or more, depending on, you know, who was wrestling. And they had Marilyn Manson Mm -hmm. in wrestling and and all sorts of other celebrities. So I would love to see... that come back i remember playing the game on, on the i think it was on the playstation yes i remember playing that and i would love to see a range of action figures at or funko Camo. pops can you and imagine funko pops as well i'd just love to see a range for that particular program because yeah. i think they would look absolutely kind of ridiculous kind of awesome at the same time everyone email funko europe and get them to make those definitely do it just keep I've completely spamming. forgotten that existed. I loved that. And there, there was a lot of programmes that were very similar, similar to like... I don't know whether you remember Crapston Villas. Yes, I remember it. <laughs> Obviously, that's completely off topic, but it, it was absolutely hilarious. It was disgusting and everything, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, so that's what we would like to see made. So we move on to the part of the podcast where we just answer questions, basically. So we we had a couple of questions from a couple of people. The first one is, how much storage do you have for your stock? Not enough. (laughs) Yeah. I have some plastic drawer things that I keep Lego sets in and stuff like that. And also they're all piled on top of a bookshelf at the moment. And look around, you know, there's ones that are piled up that are waiting to be looked at because I have to go through the bits in them and stuff like that. Um, also, there's Funkos, you know, lining the windows and stuff. So there's a lot of stuff in this room. And we do have a room upstairs, probably a small portion of that is just absolutely ram full of stock as well which is again plastic drawers and yeah yeah everything's all really well organized though it's a bit ramshackle but it's not we've got drawers full of different you know genres of action figure yeah boxes full of funko pops yeah i mean Um, we know where to go when we need something so that's all that matters really isn't it i suppose in that respect you know to the untrained eye it might look like chaos but it is organized chaos yes That's the really the storage that we have, isn't yeah. it, at the moment? I mean, because it's a small business, we're not, you know, we don't have that much storage for stuff because we don't have a huge amount. We're not like, you know, having a rent a, you know, one of those uh, storage places, no, you know, or not yet. a warehouse. You know, we haven't got quite got to the sort of the level of being no. competing with Amazon. <laughs> but <laughs> and the, the other question that came in. Do you like board games? And if so, which ones do you like? And I suppose that would include card games and stuff like that. Um, a random question. It is a random question. I suppose for me it would be the more vintage stuff. I love Hungry Hippos. I really <laughs> do. And I like... There's one called Wildlife Adventure. Now, Jiffa rolled her eyes at this. But Wildlife Adventure is a really ancient game. We're talking like the early 80s. 
and it is about basically you travel around the world and you collect your animals that you've got a handful of cards with animal pictures on you just collect those you put them down and then you count up how many you've collected that it's sounds just, intriguing it sounds really boring but quite fun it's one of those games you play over and over again really I'm more of a cards against humanity kind of game yeah I mean I like that as well but I well to be fair I did kind of like it and then I think I I played, played it with me. Played that with you and a friend, and it just got really vicious. And I think I, I just after that was all we're playing this again. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not, <laughs> it's not for everybody. Vicious. Yeah, it's not for everyone. I mean, you know, it is a bit sort of. It does get rather personal, it doesn't can it? Do. But I also like um, variations of Monopoly that are out there and Your Game pursuits. of Life, Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different types of that. And we do like a game of chess every now and then. We do, we? yeah. And so that's the kind of board games that we like. We have got a cupboard full of board games, we have. haven't we? I mean, Our we, own personal ones. Yeah, we don't get many board games as part of the business. So I think we had a Twister at one point. Yeah, oh, and oh. It was the original Twister and it was such a find and I was really excited about it. And then I brought it home and I opened up the box and, you know, I mean, the board with the arrow on it are absolutely fine. And then I unfolded the Twister mat and it was plastic a lot of the dots on it had worn away when i turned it over it was just covered in hair from somebody else's house it was just a collection of black hair all over the back and i was just absolutely like mortified someone's been playing naked twister oh no no you know what the 60s were like yeah swinging 60s and all that but i remember when i used to play twister at a friend's house and there was me and her two sisters and her and there was always one of the sisters who used to fart in someone's face you know (laughs) and and so yeah board games can have quite a smelly kind of vibe (laughs) he's not farting but um there's, I was playing Twister before with this person that I really didn't like and I took the opportunity to knee him in the bollocks. <laughs> but obviously it was just because I was trying to move on to my spot. It wasn't on purpose. Mm. So on that bombshell... <laughs> you know, I think When board games go wrong. Yeah, when board games turn violent. I think we'll end the episode there, you know, because obviously <laughs> we'll let you have the, the next week to get over your trauma of that outburst of absolute twist of violence next week we'll be on to a different subject and we don't really pre-warn you what it is because we don't know ourselves (laughs) yeah we'll talk about something completely different and have a couple of different questions at the Mm -hmm. end as per standard stuff yeah so i think that just leaves us to say goodbye for this week draw a bit and see you next week yep bye bye thanks for listening if you have a question or a suggestion for a topic we're at instagram which is retrograde tools and collectibles twitter which is retrograde underscore tc there's also our ebay shop retrograde toys and collectibles so from me and jiffer it is goodbye until the next episode